the emergence of the heartbeat of humanity. Of all the words that I think I've heard since this has started, humanity has been the most powerful that I have heard and, and shared and experienced. We talk about being one. We talk about being in unity. We talk about being brothers and sisters. We talk about our being together in this world, that we are the world. Sometimes the lyrics in a song or the words we say have the meaning that they do today, right now. The word humanity is changing. And we are not only the world, we are humanity. And it's changing because of us. Not because of the virus, not because of what the government says we should or shouldn't do or what other countries or cultures or or cities or communities are doing. Humanity is the collective interaction of all of us, of you, of me, of those we don't know in countries we wouldn't even be able to understand their language that we can't even imagine. And so... As we walk through this, as we talk this morning about the emergence of the heartbeat of humanity, recognize that I'm sharing it and you're listening to it, and we're joined together in this city we live or wherever you are. This is not about just you and me. This is about humanity. There's been references, one I used just last Sunday, one I use frequently, that I want to use again this morning because it so readily applies to what we're talking about here. The butterfly, as a caterpillar creating a chrysalis, that it finds itself within as it begins to transform into something completely different. The bud of the flower emerging from the stem, opening up tightly wound and bound and holding within it all that it is of a flower. (laughs) One I hadn't thought of but I've used before and is so very powerful, the acorn seeking to be an oak. So we are all in this place where we have been taken to a place of solitude to retreat into our own homes, social, physical distancing, and yet it really is about a time where we can begin to look and connect. And if we choose to, and this is what this emergence is all about, choose to look within and look differently than we have before, not because of what's going on around us, but what's going on within us. Because these circumstances, these situations, this shift in mass consciousness and collective consciousness is reflecting and reverberating. And it is having an effect on us. And it gives us a chance to look differently, to see differently, to be differently. We're in the gestation period of the soul. Like a butterfly with a chrysalis or a bud of a flower awaiting to open to be what it really is. Now, 
I haven't had a conversation with a butterfly since last week. For those of you who don't know me, or maybe didn't hear me speak last week, I was sitting quietly in my back garden before I came over, and a butterfly kept kind of coming by, and okay, it didn't exactly speak to me, but I heard within me the impression of the butterfly and the chrysalis and the opening to something completely different. And I can't say that I've ever had a conversation with a bud of a flower or an acorn. (laughs) But I did sit in meditation this morning and just allowed myself to imagine what it would be like to be within a chrysalis as a butterfly. Just use my imagination, my consciousness to just sit there and be in that darkness And what might be seen from the outside by others is a prison. To imagine myself wound so tight as a bud that I wasn't able to open to express myself as a flower. But yet, is the bud struggling? No, it's naturally being what it is. The acorn sounds like a little bit more of a tough situation, breaking the husk of that nut in order to become... And oh, my God, how beautiful are they? When I sat in that place, it's really helped me realize because of the solitude, because of the retreat, there's been this feeling of that. We're about to step back out into our world differently than we have before. How will we? And no expert... No president, no governor is going to be able to tell us how to live. I don't mean about social distancing or or physical distancing or gloves or masks or antibacterial gel or six feet apart. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about how to live. Because the rest of that's just common sense. Another way we could talk about How we're going to live is where we're going to live from. And that's where we get to the heart and the soul of things. To live from our heart is to live from a place of love. To live from our soul is to live as the inspiration of our spirit. And to live as our purpose is to live our heart and soul's desires. So, These are places we can begin to turn to and look for what it means to us now because if we look at how we have believed or understood, it will be based on what has been. It will be on how it was. And if we hold on to how it was, hoping it's going to be that way, and we don't take the time to stop and look and listen to be right now in that place of connection within Yesterday I spoke about meditation, contemplation, introspection, just taking the time to be with yourself now as it is, as you are. Because our heart and its love, our soul and its inspiration, our spirit, our purpose is our spiritual DNA. It's part of who we are. And what's going on around us can certainly influence the way we express that or experience that. Common sense has us pay attention to what's going on around us. And it's important to do that. I do it 
every day, all the time, careful of what I touch, where I am, how close I am to somebody, how to take care of my family, to make sure we have everything we need, how to make sure I reach out to try to support and care about the congregation, the membership, our community. And yet, it's important for us to recognize that it's important to be responsible, to have responsibility. And you've heard me say this before, responsibility is not obligation, it's not what we're supposed to do. Responsibility is our ability to respond, and that's where we are right now. How are we going to respond from within to ourselves, to our lives, to the world, to create hope? And I'm not talking about the pretending that it's going to be some way. Hope sometimes can be seen as hoping. There's much more of a certainty to hope than there is imagining or pretending. Hope is an energy that is positive and inspiring and encouraging. I was sitting with hope and came up with a little acronym, Honoring Our Perfect Expression. Hope, honoring our perfect expression. I said, thank you. Wow. That came in and through at a time when we're talking about what are we going to look within and find, choose to be, become, share. Someone said to me this morning, the sun never quits shining. Sometimes clouds just get in the way. Let's be the sunshine that brightens the world, even though the clouds of this virus may be hovering, seeking to keep us from being able to see the brilliance and beauty that we actually are within. Let's get back to the butterfly, the bud, and the acorn. Because for me... There's a term that I've used for a really long time that I strive to try to... I'm going to back up for a minute. I, I strive and try. sounds like I'm not doing anything. It is my choice and at least my profound intention to live inside out. What does that mean, live inside out? Well, <laughs> if you're really spontaneous... <laughs> And you don't think sometimes about, well, how it might affect other people. You've got to be careful with the inside out, but I prefer not to. Say what you think. Be true in who you are. If it's happening on the inside, let it be your expression on the outside. Well, we all know our perceptions and our fears or our insecurities or our doubts can sometimes create a difference in what's going on in there by the time it gets out. But you get where I'm coming from. The whole point is going in to know what our truth is and allowing that to be what comes out. And right now, what comes out is going to be vital and important. It's about living as our integrity. Our integrity is what is established within us as our truth, as our faith, as our belief. And the difference between belief and faith and my way of interpreting is there's evidence and, and, and understanding and there's history and there's all kinds of circumstances, situations that has established what we believe. And beyond belief, our heart and its love, our soul and its inspiration, our spirit trusts in all is well 
and okay. It is in perfect alignment. It is the highest and best. It can be hard to say sometimes about all these people dying right now and this virus changing our world as it is, and yet it is true. And so living in our integrity is about being true to who we are. Who are you? If you know, beautiful. If you're not sure, look again. If you're wondering and wandering, stop, look, and listen. Because in order to have integrity, you can bring that integrity as your authenticity, your spiritual authenticity. There are roles we must play. I am the pastor of Sarasota Center of Light. And I am here sharing on a Sunday morning as a celebration in order to continue the tradition that we've done for over 70 years here as other churches and temples and synagogues share their celebrations. Yet my authenticity is standing here before you as just Jim, trying as best I possibly can to share what's going on with me and what's going through my mind, my emotions, my life, and my spirit with you. Our integrity and our authenticity is what creates our truth and our faith. And our truth and our faith is all that really matters because in any moment that we stop, look, and listen, and we listen very carefully to what shows up from the very core of our being, from our soul, through our love, unconditional and boundless, it's our soul whispering to us our truth in that moment, no matter what's going on around us. Listen to the whispers. And our faith is hearing that truth again and again and again and trusting in it, embodying it, being it, and becoming it. Because being can sometimes be right where you are. Becoming it is like the flower opening, the acorn cracking, the shell butterfly making its way out of the crystals. And yet it does it because there is a place within itself that knows its truth, knows its purpose. And it doesn't try to be or become a butterfly or an oak or a flower. It already is its truth and its purpose. And in allowing the heartbeat to emerge from within it, it reveals its beauty, its brilliance, its fragrance, its texture of its petals, its, its trunk, its roots, its limbs, its leaves, its canopy, its wings, and its beautiful, colorful pattern that reflects against the sun to share. It is a key and important time right now to find your truth. To find your faith. To be your truth. <laughs> to be your faith. To live your truth. And to live your faith. This is a finding, being, becoming, living. It brings inside out. It brings who you truly are. All that you are. All that is. Source, God, spirit. The universe, creator, the divine. Mother, Father, God, from the very core of your knowing of your truth, through your faith, your being, your becoming, 
And that is how we determine as we move forward the world as we will know it. As we emerge, as our heart beats, and that we share it with one another. And not in a way that's independent or separate. I don't mean find your faith as if I am and you are. Actually, I am, you are, we are, and God is. <laughs> we are both what we know to be individually and the connection, unity, and oneness of our hearts, souls, purposes together as one. Let us be the blessings and the gifts and be open to be influenced by those blessings and gifts given and received. Because as much as we find within ourselves of our truth, and as much as we share our love and our light, our faith, our being, our becoming with one another, we are one facet of billions in humanity. And the light that shines is true and real for all. The light that reflects against the facet of each is one light, one love. One peace, one joy, one beauty. But that light, that illumination, as it reflects against your facet of you being part of humanity and of this world, and even more, brings all of who you are that you choose to find, be, become, and share into the collective, into us, as humanity, as the expression of humankind, as spirit. So let us be both open to reflect and open to receive, to be reflective and receptive at the same time, to know that each that walks on this planet, in this world, although cannot walk in our moccasins or ours and theirs, contributes to our experience of the world as we know it, of humanity for what it is. <laughs> Take the time to look within. Why? It will determine the pattern, the colorful and beautiful, brilliant pattern that will be of your butterfly wings that you will so easily, as you make your way out of this, as you emerge in the heartbeat of your humanity, begin to spread them. And at first, there will be uncertainty and surety about what to do or how to do it, like the wings of the butterfly, wet and heavy as it comes out of the chrysalis. But as we begin to spread them and open to the light, to each other's light, to the light of all that is, and our wings begin to dry and the pattern becomes more clear and our colors are shared, we all get to experience it together. As we allow for our bud to open and the texture and fragrance and color of our flower to open to the world. We'll share all of who we are, wide open, gentle, soft. And as an acorn, we will break the husk and we will root. And we will reach for the skies, strong yet flexible. And we will fill our canopy with branches and limbs and leaves to be the magnificent, powerful oak anchored in the earth. We are all of these things, the gentle butterfly floating effortlessly, reflecting against the sunlight, blooming of the beauty of our flower, and the oak anchored in the earth and reaching for the sky, for the heavens. 
Let us be all we are. Let us choose to be our individual selves, share together as a collective, and we will create the healing that the world needs right now, the healing that returns us to wholeness, to the wholeness of our knowing, of ourselves, of each other, of our connection to our truth, to our faith, and begin to live it completely differently. True healing at the deepest level, allowing us to live in the joy and the beauty and the peace and the freedom, the light, the love that we truly are and want to experience. There are many examples that I could share, and yet I give you a simple quote to end this talk this morning. Life isn't waiting for the storm to pass. It's a learning about, it's, it's, <laughs> it's about learning to dance in the rain. And I'll add to that knowing the sun is always shining. Be the difference. We are the difference. And it's up to us to look within and to find that truth, that faith, that being, that becoming for ourselves, for each other, for humanity, and for the world.